and welcome to the Hoosier Football Tailgate here on the Believe Network. I am the coach, Shannon Griffith, and thank you for joining me here this evening. I would like for you to do me a favor, though, if you could do two, a couple things. One, go to the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button and also the notification bell so you are notified when I drop a video. If you could head over to Apple Podcast and provide me a rating and a review, that would also be gently uh, greatly appreciated as we are trying to again get this thing off the ground and get it out to as many people as humanly possible so if you could help me do that i would greatly appreciate it well here tonight uh, we're going to take a look at this maryland football club that uh, indiana plays at 3 30 on the big 10 network um very, very, very good Maryland football team, may I say. They're 4-0 on the year. They just beat uh, Michigan State 31-9. I know that Michigan State is right now in a state of uh, chaos, I guess you could say, with a recent firing today of Mel Tucker. But uh, I doubt if uh, a full-focused Michigan State uh, team would have beat Maryland on uh, up there in East Lansing last week. It's um, it's one of those things that Maryland right now is on a hot streak. I think over the last 19 games, they've uh, or uh, last six games, baiting back to last uh, last year, Rutgers. Their defense has had some type of statistic, only giving up nine points on average over those six games. So it's really kind of a Interesting group of ball players led by the quarterback Tualea Tagalovova. He is on fire right now. He's completing over 65% of his passes for over 112 yards, eight touchdowns on the year. And uh, he is just one of those players that is truly interesting to watch on the field. He can make make you pay if you make a lot of mistakes and, and he can do it not just throwing it he can get out on the run and also do some damage with his legs when he has to um it's one of those teams that mike loxley and his rebuild has got him back to the point now where they're you know getting themselves in some national recognition. They've got some players that are on the Blitnikoff award list. They've got some players that are in the top, you know, tier of the big 10 when you think about that, but uh, overall, overall really good football team and somebody that I use going to have to play very good uh, to beat on a Saturday afternoon. You know, one thing I wanted to pass along too. we are a part of bet online here at believe network. Uh, they are your number one, informational source for all things sports wagering info with all up to the minute stats news scores matchups breakdown you name it they've got it and uh, very appreciative of them being a part of me but bet online is where the game starts and if you could visit them you can also get yourself a uh, situation that you could use our pass co- our promo code believe for 50 percent on betonline.ag and open an account with them today you know, we talked this week a little bit, too, about the offensive woes, mostly centered and laid upon the feet of uh, Walt Bell and where we're at with with this uh, basic anemic running game that they have not been able to get themselves uh any type of consistency in that area and losing a a running back. Like I think Henderson won't be available this weekend. We'll have to wait and see, but didn't look like it was going to be available. Um, you know, I use offensive running game was really almost non-existent against Akron. Um, 
and uh, not to take anything against Akron's defense because they're pretty good as well. But uh, IU's had trouble with the running game for the better part of the start of the year, and it just doesn't seem they have a uh, firm grasp on what they want to do. But they better get it fast on on Saturday because they are going to have to do some things to help the defense out on Saturday with this offense that Maryland uh, has and, and, and do their best to keep them on the sideline for the better part of of the day but uh, you know it's uh, it's got the makings to be a pretty darn good football game if IU can just get themselves going offensively because I believe Taven Jackson can be a factor in it um, you know uh, Tualea is definitely a quarterback you know that can no doubt he's got a cannon for an arm uh, he can thread the needle when he needs to he can put touch on the ball when he needs to all those good things but offensively speaking there's been a lot of call about Walt Bell and the potentiality of, uh, you know, doing something there, be it firing or alleviating, uh, relieving him of his duties as the offensive coordinator. I believe there was a comment during Coach Allen's radio show where a a listener got up and spoke uh, pretty bluntly and made the comment to the extent of it's a business. And I'm sure I'm I'm assuming uh, he's referencing the fact that, you know, he may be your friend. He may be your best friend. But in the reality of this productional uh, debacle that you've got at the at your hands, you know, he needs to go. But I will say this. I mean, I use offensive staffs, a pretty good staff. When you look at the resumes of it, you got Coach Johnson, who's their running back coach over there. He's got NFL experience on top of Big Ten experience. Craig Johnson is his name. He's been a coordinator before throughout his years of coaching. Uh, Bob Stead, the offensive line coach. I'm not sure he's actually uh, ran any offenses, but his resume speaks for himself as it pertains to coaching offensive line. You know, he's going to have to begin some time too, because he's still evaluating what he has and what he doesn't have. And, um, there, there's probably some areas that probably needs to see some new bodies in there on Saturday, if Paul, if all possible. And then when you look at also on the offensive side, the co-offensive coordinators, Anthony Tucker, now he's done some offensive coordinating. He was at Utah state. He does have a direct tie to coach bell. They were together on several different staffs over the year. And he's a guy that does have that, you know, in his pedigree and background um, if Tom Allen would choose to go that way. And I doubt if he will, um, you know, the other, other, other one was coach Cartwright, who's been the tight ends coach, you know, also a high school coach over the years. I do believe he does have some offensive coordinating experience a little bit at uh, Western Kentucky back in the day. But right now, I think the biggest thing that IU can focus is it doesn't need any, uh, wholesale changes at the moment because you're not going to fire a guy and bring a guy in. It's just not going to happen. So if anything were to happen, it would have to be amongst the staff that's already there. And right now, I think the continuity of that room and such, you've got to, like I said last week, have some patience, even though you're four games in and your patients are pretty much thinned out at this point in time. And he's got a track record of last year as well. So I'm not overly trying to sit here and defend Coach Bell, but I do think in this instance, you got to have a little bit more patience with it as as we progress on here Uh through the season and such. And um, it's just one of those things. They just haven't had a lot of great uh, um, 
continuity offensively speaking uh they've needed uh they're gonna have to get some type of uh pizzazz and appeal i guess would be the word i'd say because offensively they've been very vanilla if you would you know in that regard um they're gonna have to find ways to be creative and move the football what that is how that's designed i mean i can't sit here and tell i'm not in that room i'm not amongst those kids or understand whose ability is what but you gotta have something that you can be relying upon to get you some yardage and positive yardage and use it in the play action passing game um and use taven's strengths as being that pocket passer type of guy maybe occasional sprint out bootleg here and there uh to to integrate into that offense and stuff and that's one that's the other thing that i think had plagued them offensively a little bit you know they come out of they come out of spring ball they come out of camp and they don't have a true number one quarterback and they're going to take the first two weeks of the season to determine who that guy is going to be or not be that in itself i think had a hard had a big part of this as well but Again, that's something that, you know, opinion of mine and just observationally, I just didn't think it was the way you needed to start the football year. But that is in the past. You're not going to change it. You got to worry about the future and focus on what is at hand uh, right now. And that is the Maryland uh, Terps. And they've, again, uh, Coach Loxley's done a tremendous job uh, there at Maryland. Um, He's done a great job in capturing the, you know, the Maryland recruiting scene in that regard and he's brought in some really good ball players and let's see if i can uh, you can see that the hoosiers are going to have their hands full when it comes to this maryland football team on on uh saturday afternoon at 3 30 i'm gonna get up some video here and see if we can uh get that going and uh see what we can derive from this hopefully it runs smoothly um, this is some of their game on Saturday against Michigan State. I'm going to try to get us back to the beginning here. Um, I don't think. Let's see here. Let's get her back to the beginning and see if we can do that. Uh, okay. There we go. Um Again, up front, offensively, offensive line-wise, they're really good. They've got some big boys up front. They move their feet very well and dominate the line of scrimmage. Hard play action pass. This wasn't a great one on Saturday. He throws it in the dirt, and as you can see, there wasn't many opportunities there because Michigan State's defense did, did a good do a good job of reading it. And uh, you can uh, bet that... Uh, Tuileo was uh, pretty conscious of that. I, you know, he has matured in his couple last couple years. There's one thing that I think it's very much uh, that he's done has grown up a bit. This is where he does great job. He gets the ball in and out of his hands quick. Good transfer of the weight there from a quarterback perspective. Good route down here at the bottom. Just a little hitch route, pitch and catch, and you got seven yards. Nothing too fancy there. Uh, just doing a little bit of pitch and catch, taking what the defense gives you. And then, um, you know, they get themselves in situations like here. They're going to run inside zone or what some people call split zone. And, and you can see here, good push at the point of attack. Deep in the, and uh, two is reading this, line, this uh, defensive end here. 
on the line of scrimmage, as you can see, because the, the, the tight end here is going, this guy here is coming to block the first thing outside, which more likely is going to be a linebacker. They're trying to put this guy in conflict uh, on the fake. And in some respects, uh, Tualea could have really kept this and, 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 and probably had a better job, you know, better uh, opportunity to get a big big run there so you gotta be reading your keys as a defense you can't get too caught up in the backfield because he's a guy that can pull it and run it and he does it well here's a little uh outside zone concept that they like to run every now and then they are a no huddle uh uh, football team they can go as you know they can get the tempo going pretty quick uh, this Littleton kid that's uh, being announced there on the screen he's been a guy the last three ga uh, couple games has been pretty hot for them in terms of their offense again just playing a quick game here getting it in and out of the hands after a penalty and a guy a guy doing his job and getting enough for the first down uh, that Maryland needed there down in the red zone, they've been highly efficient. They're, I think, about 80-plus percent of the time getting points. Passing game-wise, they're really good with this. This one, though, they don't get it. They're trying to post drought. Um, they do a good job of uh, covering it there. And then they come right back, and they're going to try it again with the receiver. Uh, I'm sorry, this wasn't the play. This is the one that you bring in a strike from the boundary, and the guy does the wrong thing. This guy is, he's got to be a guy that stays on his upfield shoulder and keeps him there. And he ducks inside right there and he's dead. And all of a sudden, uh, Tulea's got his chance to get out on the perimeter. Now he just dumps it off here, gets it to these wide out as soon as he can to get just what they can there. But they were lucky on that play that that didn't go for a bigger uh, play. They will use motion, you know, quite frequently, shifting the formations around. Here's a good throw. They're just running, you know, uh, uh, basically a hard uh, in route at about six yards. You can see the quick delivery that he's got. Boom, that ball's out of his hands. It's right in the nose of the receiver. Now, he scored, I thought, there, but they ruled it that he, that he, that he had not got in the end zone um, at all. So... Uh, Maryland had to start on the one yard line and of course this is something that they were able to uh, push in quite easily uh, from where they were at you're going to see them this is uh, all bowed up in there got a lead back so what do they do on first and uh, goal from the from the one yard line great play design they're going to act like they're going to run split zone they come off the ball hard. Look at Michigan State. They're just selling out on the run, and it's pitch and catch in the court of the end zone. And that's the type of thing when you talk about uh, being being creative in what you call. They're they're doing it quite well right now as a football uh, defensive staff, and uh, overall pretty darn good. Uh, let's see if we can get to some of some of Michigan, the state's offense against their defense. Um, 
Number eight is a big-time player for them defensively up front in the nose guard position. That's uh, Jordan Phillips, number eight. He's a redshirt freshman. Uh, he's one of the top defensive linemen. He's a TNC transfer. They got a transfer from Florida State and the Fuller kid. He's number six. So they've gotten some portal guys that have helped them up front on the defensive line uh, this year as well. And then in the second uh, linebacking crew, you got the Barham kid that's only a freshman. Hypolite uh, uh, number two, that's the number 11. Uh, I'm sorry, he's not two number. he's number 11. He's another good linebacker for them. And then uh, Braid and Trader are the two safeties that are really good. They play their defense pretty sound. They can get pressure up front with four. Um, they can, you know, if you run good solid routes against them, you can, you know, make some plays. And Michigan State on a first couple of drives of the game, they did make some nice plays and got the ball down the field and were able to run it at, with some efficiency. Um, and here's Maryland where, you know, they're getting into their man free concept, dropping the safety down into the box. And, uh, but you're still getting three or four yards there. And those are the key things that you have to be able to do, um, against this defense. The other thing that you have to do against Maryland's defense is keep them off balance here. Michigan state goes quick. They catch them and, uh, he about breaks it there. He got kind of tripped up, but he got the first down because they were creative and went fast. They went fast again there, even caught the cameraman uh, kind of sleeping. They try a little quick screen on the outside. They got the numbers. This should this one, you know, if this guy, watch this play by this backside linebacker, that is, um, who's that? I can't see. But what a play did he make? He came from all the way. This is the guy that ends up making the play. He comes all the way from the right side linebacking position because if he doesn't make that play, that's a touchdown. So you can see Michigan State had some success run, uh, in the you know first few minutes of the first uh, quarter, but they end up stopping Michigan State on this drive down there on fourth and one, and. Uh, uh, kept him out of the end zone. And then from that point forward, it was a pretty much um, Maryland's day uh, going away with it. And they just did a great job of getting the ball down the field. Maryland did after that and got got scores and, you know, got out of hand. And, of course, they won 31-9, to sending Maryland to 4-0 on the year. Look at a couple things think of what IU's got to do Saturday to give themselves a chance to win a game. And the more they can stay in it and, and keep Maryland in check and do so by having a defense that A, plays their gaps and responsibilities, they play tough and fast, and when Tulea uh, gets out on the run, they stay in coverage. Uh, that'll go a long way in helping the defense be productive as well as an offense that Give them, find a way to get the ball 
on the ground and be successful. Be be have a good running attack planned for this ball game against um, Maryland. Find ways to get 24 points. Get some explosive plays throughout the day, whether it be in the passing game or running game. Uh, get Taven into a rhythm as much as humanly possible early on in the game. I think if you can get him in a rhythm. Uh, that will go a long way for his confidence because I still think there's a little bit of doubt in his eyes and, and mine. So uh, these are the things that I think they can do. They can get a chance to do this and get a win down in Maryland. It's a tough place to play and win, but uh, anybody can beat anybody any given Saturday afternoon in the game of college football. It's it's uh, You see it all the time throughout the, uh, throughout the season. You'll see a team that you would thought had no business beating the team they were playing, and they find a way to do it this is one of those games that iu needs to reach deep into the old uh heart department and and find a way to come up with a huge huge victory on saturday afternoon at 3 30 down there in the state of maryland in the baltimore area which will be a, another great thing for them in that area if you're going down uh to see this game uh especially the parents of these kids safe travels down um and hopefully they can bring back a big victory on on uh on saturday 3 30 kickoff remember on btn you can find that game on the big 10 network and, of course, you can find it, uh, believe, broadcast-wise on SiriusXM at some point. You can search for it and find it. I don't know off the top of my head where those frequencies are for this week on the, on the SiriusXM app and everything. Thanks again to Bet Um If Again, if you head over to betonline.ag, uh, you can get uh, into the action. You can use the promo code BELIEVE, and I'll leave that also in the description of this video to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and uh, they got a lot of things there you've got your uh, you know basic bets that you can do you can do some parlays you can do some in-game in parlays and things of that nature I have to admit I will bet here and there every once in a while if I feel like I've got a pretty good shot and and uh, but uh, if you can get over there again use the promo code believe to bet online ag uh you get a 50 percent uh welcome bonus on your first department bet online is where the game starts well i appreciate you joining me here on this thursday evening for the hoosier football tailgate i'm the coach shannon griffith we'll catch you next time be safe